everybody. This is Macaulay Culkin from the Bunniest Podcast. That's right, the Macaulay Culkin from the Bunniest Podcast. Isn't that amazing? I've actually been told when I do ads that I should bring up my name and the name of my podcast, the Bunniest Podcast with Macaulay Culkin, as many times as I possibly can. Yeah, so uh, check out my podcast. It's actually pretty funny. Wait, what's the name of it again? Uh, let's wait. What's my name again? Yeah, whatever. Uh, enjoy. Uh, now go back to whatever you're listening to. Sorry I interrupted you. England's most haunted hoax. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. You'd think that audio came from a scary old ghost man, Mm-mm. but that voice came from an 11-year-old girl. A little girl. Which makes, along with the photos, mm-hmm. makes a very compelling case for a haunting. Yes. Better known as the Enfield poster, poltergeist or the Enfield haunting. Yes. Pretty classic. Very classic. In lots of ways, but also because of the media involved with it. The proof, quote unquote, that people had to use for and against, really. So that is a really fascinating part of this haunting in particular. It was, like I said, it had the audio. It had the photos. I think it had the place. Mm-hmm. England is very, you know what I mean? It's yeah, very it's gothic. Very, like, exactly. Foggy. The 1970s, perfect. Mm-hmm. 1977? Oh, Perfect. Hell yeah. You have like lo-fi technology, but it's not like crazy iPhone shit. And they all already look haunted. Yeah. Everyone's pale as hell. (laughs) You know, dark, cold. Yeah. So. uh, Tiny British children. Janet Mm -hmm. Hodgson is probably the center point Mm -hmm. of this. She's like the star of this show. And uh, at 284 Green Street in Enfield, Mm -hmm. north of London, I guess. Probably wrong about that. That's in England. Yeah. That's enough. That's yeah, all you need to know. Yeah, it's you all you need to know. You can look it up yourself. Uh, but in the evening of August 30th, 1977, again, mm-hmm. great year for this stuff. Oh, Perfect. Star Wars is out. Oh, my God. For the mo- I mean, it's out that year. The Exorcist just came out. The Omen oh, just came out. You got some fun, like, ringer tees. You got high-waisted, like, bell-bottom pants. 
I love David Cassidy. Sweaters. I love him. Yeah, I you love got long ass hair. It's it's just perfect for this, and I think this is why it really it really works. Mm-hmm. And also, nobody has the hindsight of the internet, Mm-mm. so forth and so on. Um, but August thirtieth, nineteen seventy seven, uh, Peggy Ho- Ho- Hodgson, mm-hmm. the mother, she was like getting her kids to bed, and then she heard Janet complaining from upstairs uh, that her and her brother's bed were wobbling. That's quick. Earthquake? She's like, stop complaining. Mm-hmm. They're wobbling. Enough. This is the 70s. So she told her daughter, listen, it's fine. You're just being a kid. You don't want to go to bed. Then the mother eventually went to the bedroom and Janet's Darsky and Hutch posters on the wall, like, you know, was there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she saw the chest of drawers move. Mm-hmm. She pushed it back and she found it was being propelled towards the door by an invisible force. Mm. Allegedly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm saying it as if it's, that's the thing about this. Believe everything we say. Believe everything we say. Everything. And it seemed that, you know, something supernatural was here. Yeah. And then, you know, even later on, uh, Janet told a Channel 4 documentary reporter, uh, starting in the back bedroom, the chest of drawers moved and you can hear shuffling. Mom said, I want you to pack it in. Hmm. We told her what was going on. She came to see it for herself. She saw the chest of drawers moving. We tried to push it back. She couldn't. Hmm. Then Janet's sister, Margaret, explained how the activity increased. Strange little noises in the house. You couldn't make out what was going on. None of us slept. We put on our dressing gowns and slippers. Also very yeah, iconic. Yeah, London. We went next door. They asked for help from their neighbors, Vic and Peggy Nottingham. I mean, of that's course. the... I mean, what? <laughs> Were they cleaning a chimney at the time? Uh... So Vic, you know, went there, Vic Nottingham. Mm-hmm. He says, quote, I went in there and I couldn't make out these noises. There was a knocking on the wall in the bedroom on the ceiling. I was beginning to get frightened. And uh, then Margaret adds, she's like, I didn't know what to do. I've never seen uh, a big man like that, meaning Vic, look mm-hmm. so scared. Hodgson's called the police. Um, police were like, we don't know what's happening. Um now, one of the police officers said saw a chair move. Mm-hmm. Again, this is all very alleged. Yes. Um, she was like, hey, they're hidden wires. You know, what's going on? But she just could not explain it. They contact the press. And then it turns into this whole thing. It's a zoo. It's crazy. Uh, the, you know, it's... And the thing is, it's like, well, why would the, why would the mother and the kids... Be in on this hoax together. Mm-hmm. What could they possibly gain? Yeah, it's like what did the mom like gather the kids together and was like, "We're bored. Uh, Let's create ghosts." What can we can they get out of this except mm-hmm. for tons of attention? <gasps> oh. And I would say if you're familiar with the Amityville horrors, yes, it's a similar, it's very, very, very similar, similar sentiment. But at the same time, it's like to what end? You know, like what? Okay. I mean, we'll get there. We'll discuss this, but just have that in the back of your mind. So, a lot of what happened is, you know, I was looking around, doing some research, and what would it be is every time the kids would be like, "I will, I can summon the ghost," but you have to turn around and face the wall, mm-hmm. and then it would be like, and then yeah. things being thrown. Yeah, but it's only when you turn your back because the ghost didn't want to like see ya. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, in the bottom line is, if you, it's. Is it possible that, you know, kids 11 and 12 would make up something like that? Would they ever kids do that? Possibly. Lie. 
they don't ever want Middle attention. They don't like to cause lie. trouble. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the mother came up there and was like, what's going on? And probably figured out. It's like, oh, you're whatever. maybe at first and then was like, you yeah. know what? I didn't really see anything. At least maybe I think I did. But mm-hmm. I would like to go and make a because she's a single mom. Yeah. Which was kind of like a little bit, I think, rare back then. Had a, a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just speculating on that end. But it was like. I want there to be a media circus around this. And, you know, most people have kind of debunked the, it's just her, the girl making the, like just being like, I'm an old man, you know, and doing that. And they are still sticking to the, they're still still sticking to the story. When you explain it that way, it's like, I, again, I don't, I think parents can have their own issues and shortcomings so the idea of a parent being like, I don't know, do this to get famous, I guess that's fine. Um, or maybe the kids were a little out of control. She was just like tired. And she was like, I, fine, it's haunted. I guess it's haunted. Call up. And I think Nottingham at that time Times. is because, you you know, if you have uh, checked out patreon.com slash ghost town pod, we did an episode. There's an episode on there about mm-hmm. ghost watch. Also, yep. that took place in England. Yeah. You know what? They are very suggestible people over there. I think the, across the pond I think the, is the omen British. I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, I haven't I seen it. Either. I haven't uh, seen it in a while. Um, and even in even Janet admits that they fabricated some of the stuff. Oh, it's like when do you stop admitting? What? Why? Yeah, she's like she told ITV News in 1980. Oh yeah, once or twice we faked the phenomenon just to see if Mr. Gross and Mr. Playfair would catch us. They always did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but Janet's like still to this day, like, no, 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 this definitely, this definitely happened. Uh, she's, they asked how much she thought was faked. Mm-hmm. She's say about 2%. <laughs> so like one 2%. boo, like that's like how many things <laughs> How is do there? you do the percentiles on that? The percentages. And she's like, I knew when the voices were happening, of course, it felt like something was behind me all the time. They did, uh, all sorts of tests, filling my mouth with water, but the voices still came out. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I remember that too. The pictures it's, are very iconic. When you see the pictures, yes, you're like, the pictures I know are this is so scary. Yeah. Um, honestly, very, very scary. Obviously, the recordings are very eerie. Um, it's just, I guess I've also watched so much Paranormal Witness at this point where I'm like, I don't know, something happened maybe. I, I don't, like, what triggers a family to start doing this? Not to say I believe in ghosts, because we've discussed this at length. I am a skeptic. I'm fascinated by it. I think it's really interesting. But, like, at what point does this family have a history of of doing other pranks and hoaxes? Do they get in trouble? Like, what? I need more context for this, you know? And it's hard because it was the 70s, so it's not like you have, you know, a paper trail lying around of the dynamic of this family. And a lot, a lot of the pictures are explained away. They look great, mm-hmm. but it like they it look looks awesome. like it looks like somebody jumped off the bed that's right there, and mm-hmm. then they caught it mid. Yeah, but it looks I mean, amazing, it's horrifying. It's very scary. I mean, you couldn't do a better job. Like you couldn't do a better job if you really like tried to recreate it. I Mm-mm. think it was it was. But she did get bullied because I know you like to hear about bullying. I do. You were saying before that you think bullying's good. I don't know what you're doing. Wow, that's about. Yeah. weird that you heard that. Yeah, yeah. That's I know. I heard odd. you were like love bullying or something I, like that. It's, it's weird. my quote. It's my quote on my Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Janet says, I was bullied at school. They called me Ghost Girl. Not very creative. No, also... Kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It sounds kind of And put crane flies down my back. I don't know what that is. Crane flies sound uncomfortable? She says, it was hard. I had a short spell at the Maudsley Psychiatric Hospital in London where they stuck electrodes on my head, but the tests proved normal. 
And that's kind of a bummer. And yeah. Also, I don't believe any psychiatric testing in the 70s. The levitation was scary because you didn't know where you're going to land. I remember a curtain being wound around my neck. Ooh. I was screaming. I thought I was going to die. My, my mom had to use all her strength to rip it away. The man who spoke through me, Bill, seemed a great name. Yeah. Bill's just like a chill. Bill. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> One more time. Bill. <laughs> it, what if we were like Gary? Yeah, I know. Gary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Bill. Bill. <laughs> the situation, I did, yeah, yeah it, uh, Bill didn't like that the family was in his house. And yeah, she sense. still sticks with it. Uh, she actually, I think, left home at 16. She got married young. Um, she's on the front page of the Daily Star with the headline, Possessed by the Devil. <laughs> the it thing- wasn't Ghost Girl? No, they kind of... Uh, she kind of went yeah. away from that. So yeah, what some people are saying is that they would lock themselves in their bedroom, make weird noises, pretending to be possessed. The girl insisted the visitors could only come in the bedroom if certain conditions were met. Mm-hmm. One, you didn't come in at all. And two, you just believed us. <laughs> um, <laughs> as soon as people visitors facing the wall, okay, this is what I... Mm-hmm. Right, with their eyes covered, uh, slippers and pillows began miraculously hitting them. Well, Janet says she, it was eager to keep details of her present day life, fear of attracting ridicule. She says, you know, what she experienced was a genuine paranormal entity. I know from my own experience that it was real. Oh, uh, yeah. Free <laughs> okay. Yeah. How much money do you want? And yeah. She says, it lived off me, off my energy. Call me mad or a prankster if you like. Those events did happen. The poltergeist was with me, and I feel in a sense that he will always be with me. See, this is such an abstraction that it's just like, so you're a human? Yeah. That's a lie. Like it's, it, the coded wording of this is like, I did this. And also, it's like, you know, if that's... Kind of like your claim to fame. Mm-hmm. If you let that go, sometimes you don't know who you are without mm-hmm. that thing. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that's so many things with cases like, and not even just you know hauntings, but just like any kind of trauma too. Well, we it's talked like, about the the Zeddy Reculi UFO, mm-hmm. uh, the um, Barney and Betty Hill. Yeah, episode. Uh, they are great examples. They're of this. great examples mm-hmm. of that where uh, Betty Hill goes on and mm-hmm. still. Her IEIC UFOs and, you know, for years and years. And even people were like, this seems mm-hmm. a little bit like you're just, it's just become your thing. So you're inventing things because without this, maybe it's a connection to your husband that passed mm-hmm. away. You know, and, and I am not here to judge that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. Also, like, there has to be a rule. I'm, gonna, I'm making a rule right here. If you are participating in some kind of hoax, some kind of conspiracy... Some kind of something that we don't know the real truth about. Before you die, can you just like tell us, just like on your deathbed, just like say what really it. happened, or like just like put it on a podcast, please. please. Send it to us. <laughs> Send it to Ghost Town Pod at Gmail. Yeah, and then you know where we'll put it: Patreon.com/slash/GhostTownPod. Yes, Patreon.com/slash/GhostTownPod, where we have a very haunted episode. Mm-hmm. The full reading from uncut. Uncut of the Roosevelt Hotel episode. Uh, with our psychic that, medium. That's there. The Ghost Watch episode is there mm-hmm. if you want another another British host. Not named Boo. Uh, different. <laughs> Gary! It's Gary! <laughs> now you sound like you're haunted. <laughs> that would I'm be possessed. so annoying. Yeah. This is recorded. This is real. And, you know, if you, if you let those things go, then maybe you feel like you're... What is your identity? Maybe I don't. I, I can't. I don't know what people's frames of mind are. Where they're at with those kind of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think it's all very fascinating. I enjoy it all very much. 
Now, would you be surprised to know that the Warrens were involved in this in some way? <laughs> of course. Yeah. Again, like a moth to a flame. Yes. Warrens with their uh, weird tools. They, <laughs> they emerge from the forests of Connecticut. And yeah. there's a movie, The Conjuring 2, mm-hmm. the Enfield Poltergeist. The yes. movie based on, is supposedly based on the true story. Uh, according to Lorraine Warren, uh, it even comes up with an uh, explanation on the proven fakery on display. The ghosts themselves forced Janet to fake stuff in order to throw off the investigators. That's what this. That's, that's what they're the saying. Movie. They're and like, they're like, throw. They're like, yeah, right. And the yeah. ghosts are like, good, you make it seem fake. fake. Yeah. yeah, this is not getting convoluted at all. Yeah, we're ghosts. Yeah. So we're ghosts. <laughs> Boo, Gary. <laughs> 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 